We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So calls for Ravens offensive coordinator Greg Roman's job are seemingly getting louder and louder by the day, Sarah. Yeah, so much so that they've actually seemingly infiltrated the Ravens team facility in Owings Mills. As we learned from Tyus Bowser's Instagram story over the weekend, which he's already deleted. More on that just ahead. I'm Bobby Trossett alongside my partner Sarah Ellison. It's Monday, December 19th, and this is your morning Ravens vault. So the wrong people were taking blame for Saturday's loss, including Justin Tucker and J.K. Dobbins. But their teammates and Ravens fans were quick to set the record straight. Plus, the Ravens no longer have control over the AFC North after Cincinnati's dominant second-half performance Sunday in Tampa Bay. We'll take a look at the playoff picture coming up in Topic 3. Yeah, we have all that and more coming up. Thank you for waking up with the Morning Vault, where you get the most important Ravens news in about 15 minutes. All right, Bobby, as we discussed at length during Saturday's Ravens-Browns Instant Reaction episode, Greg Roman, he deserved considerable blame from a play-calling standpoint after Baltimore's disappointing loss in Cleveland. Yeah, and Sarah, there's no denying that. Look, even I can't defend g <laughs> this time around. I'm just going to throw that out there. Now, you and so many others were quick to point this one out on Twitter, and I think it's a good place to start. The Browns' defense had no answer for Baltimore's rushing attack on Saturday. The Ravens finished with 198 total yards on the ground, with J.K. Dobbins averaging 9.6 yards per carry and Gus Edwards averaging 7.9. Yet, partner, Roman asked Tyler Huntley to pass the football 30 times, and Snoop ended up averaging just 3.8 yards per passing drop back. I'm all for having balance, but goodness gracious. That is just mind-boggling strategizing. And Bobby, not to mention the Ravens were going up against the worst, statistically speaking, run defense in the entire NFL. And then Greg Roman just decided not to use his two running back playmakers in the fourth quarter. They got one carry between the two of them in the final period. And listen, while Greg wasn't the only culprit on Saturday, the offense, Bobby, hasn't been going anywhere for weeks. And the ongoing calls for his job are seemingly getting louder 
and louder. Yeah, and those calls took a significant turn Saturday night when outside linebacker Tyus Bowser posted a video to his Instagram story in what looked to me like the front foyer of the team's facility in Owings Mills, Maryland. The Ravens Under Armour Performance Center, of course, affectionately referred to as the Castle. And while we can't obviously confirm whether Bowser was indeed at the team's complex, Bobby, as someone who worked in that building for over a decade of my life, it sure looked like it to me. But what was seen in the sense-deleted video were several pieces of paper kind of spread around on the ground outside what looked to be the player entrance. And those pieces of paper had a message that said, quote, fire Greg Roman written on them in Sharpie. And Bobby, I feel like there's multiple layers to unpack here of this. Yes, and unpack we will. For starters, I'm wondering if this was done honestly by someone in-house. Partner, we both know the castle is well-guarded and highly secure, so it almost feels like a reach to envision a fan hiking through the woods of Owings Mills to place these papers. And obviously, all we can do right now is speculate unless more information is divulged. But with that said, I find it interesting that Tyus Bowser would post this video to his Instagram stories because anyone on social media knows people have been calling for Roman's job. And a post like this, Bobby, it just pours gasoline on that fire. And it makes outsiders wonder if there are people inside the building and maybe players who want to see a new Ravens offensive coordinator. But then again, maybe Tyus just naively didn't think anything bigger would come of it and just found it post-worthy. I don't know, but as we mentioned, it's since been deleted from his Instagram, which could have been at PR's request, or perhaps Tyus himself saw how much of a social media storm it created. Now, just to be clear here too, Sarah, we're not suggesting that Tyus was attempting to stir the pot by posting this. That would certainly be out of character for him. And I think when you listen to the muffled audio from his Instagram story, you'd probably agree. So you could hear him say there that little, all right then, which could certainly just be him reacting to something that caught him off guard. Nonetheless, this is likely to be a developing story and I'd be surprised if it's the last time we touch on it this week. So stay tuned. And still to come here on The Vault, how J.K. Dobbins and Justin Tucker each took one for the team post-game Saturday. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So, Sarah, we had the wrong people taking blame for Saturday's loss in Cleveland, which, in a sense, I kind of respect and admire these guys, but fill us in on what's going on. Yeah, I mean, Bobby, of all people, it was J.K. Dobbins and Justin Tucker who told the media and their teammates that they felt the loss was on them. Here's J.K. Part of this is on me, you know, because um, I don't have my speed. I don't have the normal speed that I had right now, and I'm going to continue to work to get it. But we score touchdowns if I just score from deep, you know. So I'm going to put that on me because that's what the team drafted me for, to make plays like that, you know. So we're going to continue to get better. You know, the running game is going to continue to get better, and um, it's going to keep stacking. Bobby, that clip makes me sad for J.K. I mean, he and Gus Edwards were really the only two players that could move the ball on offense Saturday. And you already mentioned the insane yards Dobbins was picking up, nearly 10 yards per carry. But to his point, he just doesn't have that fifth gear yet. And that's more than understandable considering this is just his second game back since his, hello, second knee surgery. Oh, absolutely, Sarah. And despite the arthroscopic follow-up in season, he's looked really sharp when making quick, slick cuts taking on big hits from defenders, and bursting through holes in the line with great vision. Now, with that said, he's definitely still searching for his acceleration and that extra gear, but both of which will hopefully come in due time. Right, so I can't really fault him for getting caught after 40 yards, right? Hopefully, he's going to get there. He's just got to get back into that football shape. But as Kadri Ishmael said, who obviously was a Super Bowl champion and now an athletic trainer, it's not fair to expect that fifth gear back in the next month or so. We may wait to have to see it till next year. But shoot, I'll still take him toting that rock because he is a playmaker and he could have even done more damage had Greg Roman kept feeding him the rock. Dobbins didn't even get a single carry in the fourth quarter, which is just bananas because with Lamar Jackson out, he seems to be the only legitimate threat on offense these days. But Bobby, we won't dive back into that Greg Roman well. We've been there. Yes, we certainly have. And it is a deep, dark well. So let's get to Justin Tucker, who, as we mentioned took one for the team. I just made it a point to, uh, you know, let a number of my teammates know that I felt like this one was on me. Um, you know, as, as someone who feels like I'm a leader in this locker room, you know, I think that's the example that needs to be set. Anytime uh, any one of us feels like we fall short, um, you know, we need to acknowledge it. Uh, we need to be accountable so that we can learn from our mistakes and move on and uh, do everything we can in our power to be 1-0 next week when Atlanta comes to Baltimore. Okay, so it's true that Justin did not have his best day. But as we both know, we talked about this in our instant reaction episode, the snow and wind were no joke in Cleveland. I mean, that was a factor in him missing for the first time this season from inside 50 yards. That kick in the first half was directly into the wind, which was swirling. So keep that in mind. And then, of course, another field goal attempt was blocked from 53. But that's not really on him. That's on the line, which shouldn't allow Brown's defenders to launch high up for that ball. Because we all know a 53-yarder has got to be 
at a very specific trajectory a lot lower than anything inside of there. So while this marked the first time he missed two kicks in a single game since 2018, shockingly, no one in Ravens country with half a brain's worried about JT9, Sarah. And Bobby, that's exactly what cornerback Marlon Humphrey said. Justin Tucker is literally the GOAT in Baltimore, and he's been a hero more times than not in lifting the team to victory. So Humphrey was not about to let Tucker put this one on his shoulders. He just tried to say in the locker room that that game was on him, and I think everybody in the locker room was like, don't ever say that again. You know, he's won us too many games. He's, you know, the best for a reason. There's never a time when Justin Tucker loses us a game. So... He's, he's, I mean, he's great. We, that's the last person I think anyone's worried about at all. So, you know, we don't even let those words, you know, if he even thinks that for a second, we're here to pick him up. You know, he's picked us up many times, bailed us out so many times. So, Justin Tucker's, he's just great, great, great character guy, great, great leader on this team. And, um, he'll, he'll continue to not have many days like this. And I know that it's super frustrating to watch the Ravens lose like they did, but one thing I do love is that these teammates don't point fingers at each other. Everyone takes accountability and looks at themselves first. And Bobby, that's the way it should be. I'm sure some fans would like to see Roman held accountable, but at least I do appreciate the camaraderie in the locker room that Tucker explains here. That's part of being on a team. That's part of being on this team. That's part of playing for the Baltimore Ravens. It's something that we take great pride in. You know, every single one of us can point to ourselves and will point to ourselves first and foremost and say what could I have done to be better today to help us win the game you know if there's anything there we're going to identify it we're going to work through it and uh, we're going to do it together with the support of our teammates so you know when I when I say that I I expect my teammates to say I got your back because uh, you know I said the exact same thing to Snoop I got your back. You know, those guys, they say, this, you know, we all, we all got each other's back, and that's why this is a special team and why we're not going to bat an eye at this one. We're going to do everything we can in our power to just go back to work and make the most of our next opportunity when Atlanta comes to town. All right, Bobby, the Ravens are officially through 15 weeks of this 2022 NFL season, and for the first time all year long, Baltimore does not at least have a share of the division lead. And they can thank the Cincinnati Bengals because of it, Sarah. Joe Burrow's squad ripped off 34 unanswered points to down Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for their sixth consecutive win. Since he now sits atop the division at 10-4 and four with New England, Buffalo, and of course Baltimore remaining on its schedule. Yeah, and that Week 18 regular season finale between the Ravens and Bengals definitely could end up deciding the division, but let's wait and see how things play out over the next three weeks. And speaking of playing out, let's talk postseason scenarios while we're at it because if the Ravens can beat the 5-9 and nine Atlanta Falcons at home on Christmas Eve, it'll obviously go a long way to punching their ticket to the playoffs, but they need a little help in order to clinch this coming weekend. So according to ESPN's 2022 NFL playoff machine, if Baltimore beats Atlanta and the Jets and Patriots lose their Week 16 matchups, the Ravens would be in the dance this weekend. Now, if there's one thing for sure, though, Sarah, it's that the Bengals have put the league on notice over the last month plus. During this dominant six-game winning streak, they've beaten the Chiefs, Titans, 
Browns, and Steelers, all while averaging over 30 points per game. As we've said many times in recent weeks, the way the Ravens have been playing, offensively speaking, as of late, isn't going to cut it against the AFC elites come January, and Cincinnati could very well be at the top of that list. And before we fly, some other quick news items you need to know. Beginning with The Athletic reporting that the Ravens are planning to try to sign Roquan Smith before the end of the season. Dan Pompey wrote in that story, quote, Some believe money is best spent on players other than middle linebacker. But the Ravens are looking for players who can get their defense off the field, wreck game plans, and finish games regardless of the position. To them... Smith is one of those players, close quote. Also, Shield Kapadia from The Ringer posted a stat that highlights just how much Lamar Jackson means to this Ravens offense. All we have to do is look at the Ravens over the last two years. They have performed like the 11th ranked offense with Lamar, and then they've performed like the 26th ranked offense without number eight. And finally, Falcons defensive coordinator Dean Pease was treated and released from University Medical Center in New Orleans after an on-field pregame collision on Sunday. The 73-year-old, who served on John Harbaugh's staff from 2010 to 2017, was released from the hospital and traveled back to Atlanta with the team after the game. Thanks for listening to the Morning Ravens Vault, a podcast unaffiliated with the team. We created our show to keep you plugged into all things Ravens. If you've been enjoying our content, please tap that follow button and share it with a friend. You can also catch us on YouTube by searching Ravens Vault Podcast. And we'd love to hear from you with comments, questions, or if you'd be interested in advertising. You can reach us by email via BaltimoreRavensVault at gmail.com. And that's all the time we've got today, but be sure to check our instant reaction episode to Ravens Browns with special guest and former Super Bowl winning Raven, Kadri Ismael.